What's happening, good fighters? Dr. Nash, Domko, Dr. Gates, Mayor. Right. A whole lot of connections. Dr. Gates, I'm fired up. Bro. For a lot of reasons, man. A lot of them. Primarily being, it's Friday, bro. Friday. Friday, <laughs> Friday, fire. Oh, that's a tongue twister. Say that it five is. times fast. Put that in a kid's book. <laughs> we we got a kids book coming too. Y'all thought we were playing around. We got a kids book coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We gotta you gotta raise them right. We have obligations, brother. Obligations. We do. Big time. And uh, we've had a lot going on this last last week that um, we got a lot of things that we could share. But today we really wanted to go through one thing. Our like our topic is labels. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of. A lot of issues that I have, even just with the concept of uh, labeling. And one thing that we were just talking about before we even got on the call with labels is the fact that there's a, there's oftentimes different definitions of what something even is for a label. You know, go to a dictionary, right? There's multiple meanings for even just one word, let alone a label. And if you're trying to label somebody or an idea, like the the implications for that are just so wide that you just it's hard right. even uh one person's interpretation of that label is completely different from somebody else's and it just leaves yeah. a lot of room for uh miscommunication and especially when there's agendas at in play that are being instrumented into you know what we're consuming visually and mentally whether it be through our phones or whatever screen that you're looking at or even if you're really old school and you're picking up a newspaper uh, mm. labels are a tool right but not always for the better and one thing that i've been noticing is that these labels are a tool to really get somebody emotionally fired up or somebody that's interprets the label a, a certain way and to pin people against other labels right um one of those being anti-vax right that's a that's a label that's a that's a inflammatory it's a you know some people view it as derogatory right mm. because the things that you associate with somebody that is considered anti-vax is as as that label that they you know almost like a tinfoil hat type person that you know you, you dismiss almost anything that they're going to say or off the bat just by having them labeled that right and it makes it hard to even have an open conversation and right now that's what everybody needs because everybody's experience has been you know, it's, it's been tough for literally everybody, you know, it's been an emotional right. year. And if you can't have an open conversation about to share your experience with somebody because you've been labeled something, you know, I know I don't like being labeled things. Sometimes I got to check myself and say, but am I labeling somebody else something before they even have an opportunity to share with me their story? Right. And that's something that um, I think is pretty, pretty damn important is checking yourself. I think that's huge, especially when, you know, you see that all the time. This divisive nature to the fact where you can't even see where someone's coming from, you know, on both sides. Like, it's the most frustrating things when, when you can't even have this basic conversation to say, 
hey, um, I need to talk to you about something. Do you mind if I share with you? And then as soon as they find out you're anti-vax or, or even any notion of such, you automatically get put in that box of certain things. And I think when it comes to this conversation that we need to have, that's what truly spurs us along as humans, right? Okay. It's not the fact of lack of conversation where people just shut it down and automatically you're cut out of that conversation because you identify with certain things. No, what actually leads us further in the human race is when we have those conversations and see from one another, hey, we're really not all that different, but people want us to think that we're different and want us to feel like one is inferior or superior to what it should be. Yeah. What's, what's life like through somebody else's lens? That's a skill that we could all be better at, at doing and practicing. Yeah. Cause that's where a lot of miscommunication even comes from is that like, I, I just didn't even see it that way. Right. Yeah. Because ultimately we all usually want what's best for not just for ourselves, but hopefully for our kids and for the kids, because right. it's not just my kids that are the future. It's yours too. And if we can do things that are, you know, steps towards providing a better world and environment for them to express themselves, then you know, the more, the more making steps in the right direction towards creating a better right. world. Right. But um, we can go farther together than we can alone. And I think a lot of labels make people feel alone or create this mm. sense that um, there's this separate type of person that I don't, I don't associate myself with that label. Yeah. And that makes it really hard to be uh, inclusive together. It creates exclusive exclusiveness between people. And yeah. that's, that's just not, uh, that's not what, love is about and that's definitely not what this country is about it's the melting Same. pot for a reason and that's what makes it great because we incorporate all different types of cultures and ideas into what is american right and that that's that's fundamentally founded upon freedom well and that i think it was the biggest thing because when we people didn't come here looking to be identified as you know a particular race or from a particular place they came here to get a better life mm -hmm. right and when you automatically assume somebody's one way because of their label that automatically blocks them from their growth too i feel like because they're seeking for something too a better life as we all want right so i mean i don't know man you just see so much divisiveness and it's honestly getting so frustrating yeah. As soon as you, as soon as you bring up a topic, it's just like, you can't even talk about it, which is, I don't even know until you get to that spot where you both can talk, what even gets done mm -hmm. at, at that point, it becomes manpower. You know, who has the most on which side? Like that's literally a war, you know, it's not a conversation. It's a war. And you know, to me, dude, um, in this day and age as well, virtual mediums of conversation and just like overall um, texting and just uh, was it uh, typography where we're just yeah. like words and letters, right? Um, those are methods of communication, but they're also very limited. Right. Especially they're, they're open to interpretation, especially on the internet. So it's really honestly quite difficult to have those open conversations on the internet because there's so much that's left to be interpreted one way or the other right. 
Right. And it's because, and, you know, in my opinion, part of certain words are, you know, like we, like I was just saying that like every word has multiple definitions, right? And that's not even just definitions, but interpretations of some person's definition of that definition, their association from past experiences. And, you know, just to, in the grand scheme of what labels are, the function of them, it's just to, gives a framework of how to potentially associate whatever feeling or noun pronoun might, uh, might mean, but it's not perfect. Mm. Mm. So what we really need to be having is human conversation, you know, on the phone and FaceTime are a lot better than a a virtual or a, a text message or an email. Yeah. And unfortunately there are still some places right now that are really trying to limit that. And even still um, really trying to mask the communication abilities between people, between person to person with the masks, mm-hmm. because it, you, there's still some left to be open to interpretation when you can't read somebody's facial expressions or even some of their body language when right. you have a mask on. Right. Like um, I think that there's just some barriers to communication, which is really frustrating because we all want to yeah. be heard. Yeah. And when we're heard, we're actually, you know, that's fulfilling that like, okay, well, at least I know that this person can see where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? And um, I can, I get caught up on it sometimes that I need to do a better job at that, that um, I know my truth is my truth. And like, I know what I'm fighting for and what I stand up for is, um, is what drive me. That's what drives me to be better. But sometimes um, I know that I can be, not shut off, but like, I know that like that almost blinds me in some, some senses that like, I'm not doing my best job to see it from somebody else's point of view mm-hmm. and have conversation that is truly open. I think the biggest thing too, that you mentioned right there was the labels and the creation of trauma mm. because in a cyclical too, because mm-hmm. for some reason, if somebody places a label on another individual, then they kind of get in this fight, right? And there's trauma that's built up from that. And as we know, the trauma, you know, it's a kind of, it becomes instilled as part of you unless you release it, obviously, by some means. So if it's trauma that's induced and then you meet somebody with a similar, that you place that label on them, then you automatically can get triggered or trauma or, or not trauma, but you, that trauma comes back. Yeah. When that trauma comes back, it's it's because we're all putting that label on, on one individual and thinking again that we're better because we don't associate with that label. And it's that cycle that continues to spread like a disease where it spreads more than COVID. <laughs> yeah. Because we and it's more more damaging, I think, because it's something that not a lot of people know how to, to get over. To, you know, we don't teach people what well, we do, but we don't teach people in today's world how to get over a trauma very much, or there's For a sure. stigma to that. Or again, you know, some being a label putting on that because they have a trauma um, that they're a messed up individual, and that's not true. It's just we need to work on things together, but we can't do that. We can do it. Well, we can do that. Yeah but we're limited or, you know, sometimes it's, it's a two way street. 
both right. got to be open to that concept of let's put all cards on the table, right? Um, and be open to that conversation piece. But right. that's I something that, that go ahead. I was just going to say the concept of today's media too automatically puts a label on things because headlines, we, we, get, we are all headline readers, right? And that yeah. automatically puts a label on what we assume this, this I mean, I, even I do this, is like if, if there's an article that's put out and there's a certain headline, I automatically know if I would want to read it or not based on its label. For sure. Based on its, on its thing. So, which is difficult to do, you know? Difficult to digest if it's like, you know, sometimes it's hard to read when it, if it, maybe it goes like, because you get that trigger, you get that tra- that past trauma that goes against you and you don't want to have any conversation or part of it, but you have and to. Isn't, and isn't that marketing one-on-one for a lot of these companies is like trying <laughs> right. to figure out what their label's saying to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, truth or not. Truth or not, right? Is that even have anything to do with our product doesn't matter. What we want to create is this feeling of what our label represents. Um, and a lot of it's for things that don't serve us at all. Like, um, what is it? Uh, BK Burger King, have it your way. You know, like <laughs> that's what they label. My way, that's a, yeah, had it my that's way. That's all be organic, serving food for me and for everybody. Right? <laughs> Not full of vegetable oils and sugars and you know all this other junk that they're throwing in here. Right? Like, um. But the concept of making it individual and making it, yeah. you know, tailored to you because we care what your taste is. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's just so many instances where that's what marketing is all, that's all they're really trying to figure out is what label would you interpret as something that you could align yourself with? Mm. I had a kind of a thought today walking and it kind of still revolves around labels. But again, you know, we got to talk about COVID a little bit, right? Because that's the fight we're in. And, you know, I think it's interesting how the labels behind sickness are really what the, you know, the, the traditional approach, the Western approach towards health is by attacking sickness labels. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that that is the form of ambiguity that creates part of the issue because obviously it's a, an association of something external that's open to interpretation, open to interpretation. And you know, talking more about like COVID, right. They're, they're changing the label of it um, from COVID-19 to the Delta variant, right. They could easily have gone COVID-20 or I don't even know if that's necessarily how that would have worked, but um, it's something that people are still able to associate as like an entity, right. It's a, a labeled entity that, um, is a lot easier than numerical values, COVID-19.25, or, you know what I mean? And I think that's something that, that was intentional, not for the sake of convenience, for, for the sake of uh, what, how people are, you know, somewhat programmed to approach and how, like you talked about, read just like the labels of things and even determine if it's something that you want to look into. Because if you just keep looking at, oh, if it's just COVID-19 point whatever, eventually it's going to kind of lose its, its luster a little bit. Right. But when you, then when you start reading about, Oh, it's the Delta variant. Oh, what's mm. the Delta? You know, is that different from COVID-19? Oh, it's the IOTA variant. What's that? You know? And like, it keeps this uh, novelty aspect of it that um, it kind of keeps people that interpretations open, but like 
keeps people engaged in a sense, but it's not, you know, um, intentions are not, it's not for the, for, for the sake of having people approach health any differently other than it's just another external uh, source of sickness that they have to fight or that, that we're up against, that we're, that we're fighting against, that we're really trying to beat this thing. Right. Um, Cause it's out there. Right. But really right. it's not out there. It's in here. Right. And when we can take care of it in here, what's out there is, is no thing. I think the best, the best things in life don't come with a label, right? Hell yeah. You as a, you as a human, Fuck yeah. shouldn't it come, come with a label? Our Fuck food, yeah, dude. if it's right, processed right, or not lack of process, I guess, shouldn't come with a label. Our disease processes, as soon as we try to figure them out, they get a label. And what do they do to combat it? They give it a drug with a label, you know? Mm -hmm. The best things in life come without a label. The medications... The, the things that we attach to in our disease processes, they all have a label, but when we're our authentic selves and actually breeding above, down, inside out health, we don't need no label. We're just mm. us, just human. I don't see no sun, I don't see uh, sunlight having a label, you know? <laughs> it's coming down in the rays. Right, well, love doesn't have a label. They're, they're mm. these things that are, they're, we know they're real, but they're not necessarily always tangible. We don't like need to concept. read something to know what it is about. Right. Um, I, I loved how you said, how you put that though. Best thing is life don't have labels in here. It's a hundred percent true. Right. Yep. There's, yeah. there's no label to, uh, to the soul, you know, how would you even label that? You can't. They've been, Oh, I mean, they've been trying though for, that's true. Until, they, until they, they just wanted to, I mean, the, the more, I think, I think the more popular narrative that, whether that it's being pushed or just that's in circulation is that there isn't one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and you know, that's not, that's the opposite of empowering. That's you're moving that connection to source. Yeah. Which that's where the power comes from. And what we do in here, man, that's, that doesn't come from us. It comes through us and mm. what's coming through us is mm. the source, that connection to source. Yes, sir. So when you're not connected to source, you're unplugged. And you know, there's only so much that you can do from yourself until you're, until you're tapped, right? Until you're spent. You're emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, you're, you're just spent. Mm -hmm. And um, when you have a, a group of people or society of people that are operating from a place of being spent, you're more susceptible to things, right? You're going to be more susceptible not to just getting sick or to having a sickness presentation, but to being manipulated and to being pinned against your brothers and sisters. Yeah. And you're easier to control, you know? They want you to be able to be controlled. Easier to control, easier to beat, easier to take down. Yep. Yeah, bro, that's true. I think too, so, like, how actively are we going after you know, having friends or people that would be under a different label. You know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. that's crucial too, to be able to not, you know, if we're just in one facet of uh, everybody, like if we were all chiropractors, although that'd be great, we wouldn't have any different thoughts or opinions necessarily, you know? I don't know if that'd be good either. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, um, 
there's no, what's the phrase? There's no democracy without discord. And I know that's a little bit different than what we face today, but I just know, again, and I know you and I have been talking about PragerU videos recently, but it's just always funny to me when, for anybody that hasn't seen a PragerU video, they're pretty funny because this guy named Will Witt will go out and he'll just ask questions, you know? He doesn't necessarily come with a label, but he will ask these people questions. Usually it's in very liberal places, like, would you ever be friends with a Republican? And then most of the people are like, no, like, why would I do that? And I just think that's very funny because if we are continually in this cycle of labeling and lack of understanding from people, then it, like you said, it just, it's going to breed things that we don't want, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, it's hard to progress. Yeah. It's hard to progress. And we see that too. Like anytime that we have put restrictions on a certain group of people or a certain um, standpoint in nature, we don't progress. Yep. You know, from the Holocaust to slavery to now natural health versus vaccine only, you know? Yeah. It never turns out good ever it, it doesn't serve humankind no. or, or not just humankind but life that's not life's design isn't you know it's not uh constrictive it's, it's ever flowing you know look at a look at a parking lot of uh an abandoned building warehouse what's happening nature is trying to get back right nature's mm -hmm. trying to <laughs> yeah to, to expand and progress back into what is natural the carks the, the, the cracks in the park right well it's it's not maintained in the in the confines of uh the the restriction uh of things that aren't natural which is like very yeah. linear uh hard boundary things you know right because nature doesn't know that that's a parking lot to nature that's just more land more space to grow mm -hmm. nature doesn't care that that's a labeled a parking lot <laughs> it's yeah. always just trying to trying to grow you know trying to breathe life like you said yep so that's what i had on labels brother i don't know if you have any more but uh no i think that's really good and i think it's just important an important reminder for people to to remember who we are as people because like i don't know you remember when you were a kid and you're just playing you're just having fun you're just mm -hmm. doing things. You don't worry about the person you're playing with, whether they fit in a certain category, you know? Right. And what's sad to see is that we're kind of extending that down to our kids now um, more and more. And I, it's, it's hard. It's heartbreaking. For sure. Um, and it definitely, like we said before, we got obligations. We got things to correct. And we got battles to fight so that we can continue to become better breed more life are we going to look back on this and I'm, I'm saying this um collectively as as a human race you know um especially in america right so like in 1950 segregation was still a thing you know there's pictures of kids you don't kids don't look at skin color you know mm -hmm. you're you're friends because you're you like the same things you want to do that. You want to play, you know, you want, you, right. you love to be outside all these things. Like it doesn't matter. Like kids don't care. They're not programmed that way. And are we programming our kids to start to associate other kids with these concepts and ideas 
that aren't unnatural. Mm. And I would say that that's something that we're going to be looking back at this like, wow, that was, that was crazy that people used to do that. They yeah. used to do what? They used to tell their kids <laughs> that another kid's going to make them sick. That just, just by their, their parents' um, decisions on what is best for them. Whoa. I don't know. You, yeah. Oh, you look at Australia right now, too. They used to take kids from their parents to force them with a man-made injectable pharmaceutical wow doesn't even sound real coming out of my mouth right let alone that it's happening right now in 2021 take a look at some of the the living situations of the people that are trying to exercise their fundamental rights as a as a Mm. life form to just to just live right like if i if i just wanted to you know, by, by contributed to myself, you know, in my own, my own little bubble, right? That's not allowed in Australia right now. Uh, people are, you'll get reprimanded, you'll get arrested if you are even outside without a mask on, right? Like, you can't drink beer. What did the, their prime minister say? You can't drink beer outside without a mask on. <laughs> right. How, I mean, somebody, and that's somebody that, to me is not willing to have an open conversation. You know, he's not willing to put himself in somebody or he or she is not willing to put themselves in somebody else's shoes to see how that might actually look and sound. Right. Yeah. Objectively, you know, objectively ask people how that seems. I feel like Chantel's really good about that. My wife, I ask her all the time, like, Hey, how does this, especially when we're dealing with, with, you know, patients or other people, I'm like, Hey, how does this sound to somebody that's not in my, you know, circle of, of chiropractors or circle of healthcare providers. How does this sound to a lay person? Well, they does don't know what sense? we don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Or we, they don't know what we know. Yeah. So how does it, and one, I want it to make sense to them as much as possible and not come across as a, you know, disheartening phrase, yeah. even though it's just a matter of fact for some things, but empowerment all the way. And I think, yeah, we just got to be more careful about how we do things, especially nowadays. Mindfulness. Mindfulness is key, huge. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. I think it's thought is supreme, right? But mm. uh, you know, actions those are those are what's what's real. Yeah. So. Uh, good fighters you know if you're putting those rounds in we we appreciate the support i know i do dr gates i know you do too because this is bigger than all of us you know it's it's not just for us and our kids but it's for all the kids around everywhere so if you're putting those rounds in we'd love to hear about it you know where to find us at the underscore good underscore fight underscore errs or you can find me my my personal page at dc underscore nash underscore t and at DC Gates Mayor. You always, you always flip those. <laughs> Gates Mayor Gates, underscore DC. <laughs> DC comes before for me. You know. Yes, sir. Yeah. Your chiropractor first, Gates. Gates second. Ooh. Ooh. No, no. Call no, me out on here. No, no. Your Gates first, man. Um, oh my gosh. That's hilarious. All right, y'all. Be easy. Spread that love. Yes, sir. All day. Choose your day.